be Anika Apple Podcast, and this is the Divine Update for the month of October. Um, it is interesting because this is close to the close of the month, um, with just a few days left. And if you have been watching for a while, you know that a couple months I shared that we were going to be transitioning to the beginning of the month. During the month of September, I found myself in a moment in conversation with God and what God was revealing to me is that there's an intentionality around the moving of the timing of when we provide the divine update. And while I requested to move it to a more regular cadence because in my humanness, <laughs> that feels right to me. What God showed me is the importance of being able to speak the message when it is time and why it matters. And I would couple that with in the month of September that when I was sharing about some of the things that are to come, that uh, specifically around us seeing an accelerated amount of death, that October was a month that was skipped with September and then November and December. And I asked God at that point, you know, why was it that October was not included? Actually not, I didn't ask why it was on camera, but, um, and you know, there was no response, which is typically what happens when God is like, it's not time for you to know that information yet. Um, but it stuck out to me that October was kind of absent of if you're looking at, you know, a, a span in an uptick and seeing any kind of trend, um, a bit odd for it to be coming through so forcefully for those three months and not this one. And it's interesting because we saw what we saw in September and it provided an opportunity for us to really take note to what is happening in the world. And what is very clear to me as I sit here is that people are, are watching, but not seeing, not really understanding what's happening in the world. And that is pretty significant. That said, I said to God, like last month, I was like, I understand now um, the desire to speak when you are ready to speak and to not have it be something that is in a cadence that works. And what God was explaining to me is like, it's our humanness that looks to have a specific rhythm of things. And we like to be able to anticipate when things are going to happen. And God's ways are not our ways. It's, it's not intended for us to have every piece of information as we move forward. But instead, it is intended for us to be constantly seeking God for the wisdom. So if we're seeking God for the wisdom, if we're staying in relationship with God, then we will know what we need to know when we need to know it. Just like this message is coming, that still is coming to you from a prophetic standpoint. However, if you've been in conversation with God, then you'll know some of the things that come forward. You will have an understanding of those things. What I also understand is that had this message come through earlier, it would have foreshadowed a time that you needed to see yourself and to understand what you were seeing on your own. Meaning, could you observe the events that are happening in the world right now and then take them to God? 
have a conversation with God about what's happening. What's so interesting to me is that people in my circle who are prophetic, who, um, but, but beyond their being prophetic, they're consistent with going back to God for clarity and wisdom and understanding and seeking God's answers and explanations, seeking God's instruction. It is the way they live. And we all had very similar understandings of what's happening in the world because we're seeking God, not because we had had conversation about it. And so what I recognize is that in the role that I have here, what God has anointed me to do, that were I to be out in front of this, that it would have tainted your ability to receive and understand what's happening in the world in a way that you are grounded in what God is doing. Now, here I am at this point because you have certainly seen enough and experienced enough to have whatever reaction you're going to have about it. The questions, the thoughts, the way the conversation is happening, you have, have experienced enough for that. So that what I share with you today is not um, is not going to color your opinion if you've had the conversations with God. Have you, if you have leaned into those relationships, um, that relationship with God and the relationship that you have with God's word, then I believe you will have understanding that is similar. And if not, then you know, you already know the drill Then take everything I say back to God, but then you'll know that this is, this is something that you need to work on in this season. More than ever, the voices that you listen to need to be scrutinized. And it's so interesting that, um, as I was reading earlier in the book of Jeremiah, um, chapter two, is about the 26th verse and um it's talking about you know a thief who gets caught in what they're doing and you know on the surface it's like what does what what is happening is the thief feeling badly because he was stealing or because he got caught and there's something to that that is really significant because there is a massive difference between getting caught and being upset that you were caught in the act versus being remorseful for what you actually did, recognizing that it was wrong. And right now we have a lot, a very pervasive problem with people being caught in the act and being upset that they were caught, not that there was something that they chose that was wrong. And as I was sitting with this scripture and the verses and the other verses where God had me focusing before um, coming to record tonight, it's so interesting because what came up for me is the right people sometimes get it wrong. Now, I know in this verse, we're talking about a thief. But all of God's children were chosen. So we all started with a clean slate. 
We all started with opportunities and choices, decisions. We all started with love, the, the consistent, the one consistent thing in our lives, the love that we have from our creator. And the choices and decisions have led us down a path of, of where we are and what we are doing in our lives. And if you can acknowledge what's happening in the world, there are people who look to be chosen, who are choosing hate. For choosing hate. This is not about a single country or a particular race or anything like that. Although, wherever you can see the examples of those things, like, then there's examples of what hate looks like. But the piece that I think is important for us to pick up here is that even those who are supposed to be the ones who get it right can get it wrong. So more than a race or an ethnicity, it's about God's children, God's chosen. And when we are beholden to people for information and messages, when we are beholden to people for the news, for media, even the right people can get it wrong. Even people who God has put in position can get it wrong. This is why it's so important that we're constantly checking our hearts. It's why it matters that we are staying in God's presence. It's why it matters what we allow ourselves to take in. I can't speak for, ev for everyone else, but I can tell you that when I am anytime, I know that there is a message coming through, I, I avoid anything, anyone else that is speaking who is a prophet. I want in no way to be swayed by their thinking, their opinions, their feeling about things. I will scroll right past. I won't listen to a video. People have sent me things and asked me to listen to it. And I'm like, I will when I'm done. Like, I don't want anything to create an opportunity for there to be undue influence because I am human. And I don't know how often you hear that from the people who you look to, to provide guidance for you, your religious leaders, people you worship with. I don't know how often you hear that, but I'm telling you, even the ones who are right air quotes, can get it wrong. So what does that mean? It's not a hopeless situation. It just frankly means that you have to be in relationship yourself. Now, I'm not saying that that means I want to fly around the world and go check out every news story that happens. But what I am going to do is check in with God and be clear about what it is that God is saying. And when I'm unclear, staying in a posture, waiting for the response from God. Sometimes I move out ahead of God. Sometimes I do. 
because sometimes the right people get it wrong. In this season, what you are about to see pales in comparison to any other season of exposure. Exposure season has been a long season. It's a couple of years now, and there is so much more to come. What I see is the crumbling of dynasties, of empires, the crumbling, because the right people got it wrong. And if you are following systems, if you're allowing anything in your life to become an idol, then you are likely going to experience the truth of the right person got it wrong, meaning you. We have to really be careful about the way that we worship the thoughts of others because that becomes an idol. The way that people are so sold out to news, um, to particular news channels is very interesting to me. I know some people who will watch a news channel and one alone. They watch every program that is on that channel. They watch every person who's on that. They've decided that is their source and their only source. And don't get me wrong, you know, pick whatever it is that you like. All I would say to you is, you're getting one perspective or you're getting a perspective that's tainted by a viewpoint. Maybe tainted is too heavy of a word, but basically it's coming from the same place. There's some principles behind the way we operate. Those in businesses know like you do things that are like certain guidelines. You do things in a certain way and there is freedom, but we've seen a lot of instances where people who are in the media have been scorned for sharing truth, their truth, what they know to be true, where their voices have been censored by what is supposed to be uncensored. So all I'm saying to you is that if there's one place that you go to all the time to get information and that's not God, then there's a risk that your perspective that you are being given is limited. I mean, there are so many stories like rushing to my Ryan right now of things that we thought we understood and knew to be true that then turned out to be something else. I don't want to get all political um, because this is because this is not that this is about you and your soul. It's about you and your honesty. It's about you and how you see and understand life, how you build a relationship with God, and how you prepare yourself for what is to come. But in the US, if I go back to January 6th, we continue to find out more and more, right? About what happened and who was involved and all of those pieces. And all I'm saying to you is what you thought was true is not. You've learned more about that one day in history. It's taken two years now, almost two full years now to understand all of what happened. And there's still more in all of the things that have been unveiled. I'm certain that you've had moments of shock and awe and dismay and disbelief because we all should. 
And it's not about what side you sit on or any of that stuff or whatever. I don't have a lot of interest in being on sides other than there's man's way and God's way and I choose God's way. When we look at the foundation of how we think systems that are supposed to protect us work and things like this can happen, it lets you know that the depravity of humanity has brought us to a really low place. And we would all be mistaken to believe that this is the only instance where there have been lies and twisting and abuse of power. And I'm not specifically talking about an office, I'm talking about all the way around this thing. There are so many different ways in which we have been, we have gone against what God called for in the way we treat one another. And we can see the examples of what has become idols to people, whether it's people, idealism, being in a particular party of a particular belief system, and the question that I ask, again, I'm not trying to, over, uh, to be overly political, but the question I ask of you is this, where's humanity in all of it? I see so many people calling out who they are from a religious affiliation standpoint and not operating in the character of God. And I wonder right now, as you're listening to this, to this if you're like, did she come to admonish us all? Perhaps, if that's what it takes, if that's what's required. Because the way that we're operating right now as a whole, it's not acceptable. And if we continue to cling to the things that we've been taught in the world, we are going to do some massive damage. This is a big deal. What's happening right now, the momentum that is happening in the world, it's really significant. My heart breaks for what is happening in Israel and Palestine right now. And what's interesting to me is how people have lost sight of humanity in the way conversations are being held. What do I mean? At your dinner table, the pillow talk, what are the conversations like? I'm just curious if there's really conversation about the humanity of what's happening. Or is it about what side we believe is right or who spoke out and who didn't and all of these things. The justification for whatever side that you're on the fact that there's even a side when we're talking about human life, that there's not a, 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 another reasonable way that we expect, where, where is the outrage that we've come to a time where the only way we solve things is in what we see happening? Where truth is just simply not at the center 
and I marvel at the way that regardless as to what side of an issue you're on, and we can go back to any, any situation you pick, how it is that God is in the middle of it, in the justification, but not in the behavior. This is really hard. It's hard truth for all of us. Because God can't be in the center of something that is misaligned with who God is. Now be clear, sometimes there is violence. Sometimes there absolutely is violence. But there's a difference of understanding and knowing when something is God's way and when it's God allowed. And there's a ton of scripture to support this. I mentioned earlier that I was reading in Jeremiah and that there is, is in, the, in the scriptures that I was reading in chapter 2, in my study Bible, it says something to the tone of, of let your idols come save you now. Basically, paraphrasing, let your idols come save you now. So think about that for a moment. If we're idolizing systems and power and money, is that coming to save us when we are in moments of despair? Is there something that is going to sweep in and change those dynamics for us? Is power somehow going to save us? Because right now, where you see wars and you see countries that are arming themselves and all of those things, it looks like we're not clear where power sits from one moment to the next. I don't think power is coming to save us. I don't think the financial systems, I don't think oppression is saving us, saving anyone. We are putting ourselves at risk again and again. And the biggest risk for all of us is apathy. The outrage that has happened in the last three years that I have witnessed is so interesting to me. There's so much outrage when things happen and so much inactivity. And be clear, this is not me pointing my finger at you. I'm asking instead for you to observe the truth of what's happening. It's easy for you to say that you're angry. It's much harder for you to take action. But action is what's required. And when I say action, I'm not talking about going out and picking up arms or things like that. That is definitely not my message. But what is action to me looks like going back to God and being clear about what role and assignment you have based on who you are, on what you've been called to do, using the platforms that you have to draw attention to truth like I'm doing right now. This is my role. It is to bring light and truth and love, to remind us that we are supposed to love each other, that we can't treat each other as subhuman and say that we are demonstrating the character of God that we can't continue to ignore atrocities and let them go without speaking about them, without praying over them, without talking to God about what's intended, without doing something about it. Peace can be established. It can be. 
but it can't live with the kind of greed and and power hunger hungry for power that people are in this day and age it can't exist like that it simply doesn't work in that way when i was reading in jeremiah actually i'm going to go into um and read the scripture for this part um, and you know, for anyone here on the, the podcast, I am very, very clearly, very truly, um, very proudly to be, to be a Christian. And you also know about me that I believe in creating spaces for conversation and I respect the way other people choose to honor the creator and the divine. We don't all have to share the same way that we worship to be bound by love of the creator who formed us all. So anyway, in the Bible, in Jeremiah chapter two, verse 34, it says, even on your clothes, you have the blood of poor and innocent people, but they weren't thieves you caught breaking in. You do all these things, but you say, I am innocent. God is not angry with me, but I will judge you guilty of lying because you say, I have not sinned. This is a big deal. Now, granted, I know I'm in Old Testament and we live in a New Testament time, gratefully so, because we have the salvation of our Lord and Savior. Here is the thing. This is saying to us, recognize that the choices that you have made have put blood on your hands. The choices that you've made and that these choices weren't necessarily, you, you might say, oh, I had to do this to protect myself, but did you really? Because there's something that's happening where people are justifying what they're doing based on what they want to do versus being grounded in who God says we are supposed to be. And that's not okay. And then this piece about saying you're innocent, according to what? To whose principles? How do you get to decide that you're innocent, but yet be constantly focused on idols, choosing to war and to have little regard for human life? There's something very significant that is happening here. And what I truly believe you need to know is that there is this desire to say, well, I'm on the side of what's right. I see people arguing and hurting each other and all of this stuff because they're trying to prove what side is right. And months ago, I shared with you, God said very clearly, there's no right or wrong. It's my way or man's way. So either it's God's way or it's man's. And the scripture is telling us the, the, the blood that we have on our hands, a woman and children's blood, is not because there were thieves breaking in. It's not because you had to do something to protect yourself. It's because you chose. And we are busy choosing man and how to align with what man, what man desires, where we think we might find power or protection where we think we might be sitting in a place that is right, when at the end of the day, the truth of it all 
there's no justification for that. When we operate in a way that is in alignment with God, then you know. You know you can trust what you are doing. You know that all wrongs will be made right. But when you are trying to find the right side between man's battle, you're guaranteed to be on the losing side every single time. It's a somber message because we are in a time where we don't even really see what's happening. And it's the, re the outcome is devastating. It's devastating. One of the things that God said to me um, is to make sure that I talked about preparation. How do I even tell you how to prepare for what is to come? At the pace we're going, there is so much devastation. There's famine to come. There's a lack of supplies. There are more airborne diseases and illnesses. There are political battles that turn bloody. There are natural disasters and devastation in regions that have never before seen this kind of thing, who think that it could never happen to them, but yet it is. And the saddest part of all is that people are so angry and so hateful in the way they treat one another that when things are really bad, I see doors closing on people in need. How you have treated other people can be what you receive back in a time like what's to come. And the sad part is so many people are in such a place of pride that they don't even realize that what they're creating for themselves is isolation. They're creating their own jail by the way they have treated people. And in some cases, there's just no way out. It's the sum total of the behavior and the choices the attitude and the mindset, the decision to truly not believe in what truth is. There's so many instances where people were not to be harmed, but it was the selfishness of man that pushed forward. And what God is saying in this moment is that there were times where there was explicit instruction given to a leader and they still gave the order to move forward, knowing that there would be countless lives lost. And when they did that, you and I sided with them. 
that we made decisions to go in alignment because it's uncomfortable to be against the move of man, especially when he holds a position of power and rank. But we've seen this play out so many times before. And what I'm reminded is of the life of Jesus. And at the end of all things, regardless of, of what you what all of what you believe about who Jesus is. He was nailed to a cross and he lost his life. And then he came back. The people who he was there to save, to teach, to support, they sent him to the cross. Our tendency is to look upon the outcasts with disdain and to not think very much about whatever happens to them, as if they're expendable. But to look to those in power with such reverence and respect. And their offices become idols. And they become an idol. And we lose sight of truth because we can't possibly imagine we can't possibly imagine that a carpenter someone so young someone who came from a mother who was unwed and pregnant we can't imagine someone who came from this beginning, a manger. All of the things said, we can't imagine that it's possible that he could come to save. And even where people believe, where they don't see Jesus as Lord and Savior, but see him as a man, recognizing the mightiness of who he was and how he walked the earth. Regardless, watching him go to the cross is horrific because you can see someone who walked in as a man in man form, who was pure love and light, who taught and who honored God above all else, no one compares. So however you look at the example that God set for us, we're not there. He had no idols. He turned over the tables. He taught and taught and taught and taught again with love and correction and conviction. He understood that there was not right and wrong, but it was God's way or man's way. And where he saw man's way and not God's way, and it was in alignment with his assignment, he turned that thing on his head time and time again. And he taught and encouraged others to do the same. 
I'm not sure what you are waiting for, but I will tell you, preparation is required. The time that is up ahead is not. For many and most, it is not a good time. Why many and most? Because some people are going to experience one of the most incredible seasons of their life, if not the most. But it all comes down to choices and decisions. Even as I leave this message, I struggle because I, I can feel the energy of those listening who are like, mm, 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 mm. And I could sit here and be like, but my job is done because I was to tell you and how you receive it is up to you. And while I know that that is true, what I'm going to do is lean in the camera and say this to you. My prayer for you in this moment is that you hear and know truth, is that you go back to God and you have the conversation that needs to be had. The one where you ask God for clarity, where you ask God to use their eyes instead of your own. The one where you go back to God and atone for the things that you have chosen, where you have inadvertently sided with people or things, where you have created and placed idols above God, that you go back and you address all of this because the time for preparation is here. Now, there's other kinds of preparation. It's making sure that the pantry is stocked and that you have all the things that you need for your health and all of that stuff because you're going to need it and knowing how to farm and knowing how to grow your own fruits and vegetables, understanding where your food is coming from, making, making the relationships with your neighbors better because you're going to need each other. Like all of those things are important for preparation, but nothing can replace the preparation of what's happening on the inside of your heart. If your heart is not good, you're in trouble, friends. Your heart has to be good. It has to be good. It has to be. Because what happens and what you experience in the season to come, the posture of your heart is the determining factor. The other things matter, but they are on surface. They pale in comparison to what's going on on the inside of here. And here's the thing. I can't say that just because your heart is pure, you're going to have everything you need all the time because I don't know that to be true. We are, we, what we know is that there's an experience that's like the tale of two cities. I talked about this months ago where some are experiencing a high and some are experiencing not high. That's going to happen. It's already here. It's already begun. Choice is what made the separation. What I can tell you is the determination for how everything goes down has a lot to do with the energy of the collective, which is why it's so important for you to know for yourself that you've made your own choice and to understand what your choice is. Check yourself. 
make sure that there are not things that you still are holding on as idols. That you're not one of the right people who got it wrong. Because let me tell you, it happens. We're in our humanness. That's why there's grace and forgiveness, but you do still have to acknowledge those things. And how you acknowledge it doesn't have to be a big public declaration unless that's what God tells you to. It's the simplest of things to go with a pure heart back to God and just say, where am I in all of this? Am I, am I understanding things right? Am I seeing clearly? Am I leaning on my own understanding? Am I fixated with what I believe to be true, what I want to be the truth? Am I missing what you're trying to show me? Because you need that. Preparation is judged by your heart's posture. And having a bunch of hatred for other people, for other humans, other God's creation, it's not in alignment. That's not the character of God. It's not what God has called us to be. If you're sitting in a place where you are self-righteous about what we believe and what we know and all of this stuff, you've created an idol. And you can say that it is on God's behalf, but God knows the truth, which is what I read to you in the scripture. God's looking right at that thing like, yeah, you're convicted, but it's not for me. You're convicted because you want to be right. Because you want to be on the right side of things. Bring your heart back to me, and then you will be. So tonight, I don't know what else to tell you about provisions other than the first provision is about your heart. And right now, as you hear this, your willingness to seek and search your heart, because some of you watching this, you're like, ooh, is this me? Let me see what's going on in the inside. God, show me me. Some of you already instantaneously did that. And there are others of you like, mm, I don't know who she's talking to, but I'm glad it ain't me because I know I'm doing I know what I believe. I know who I follow. I know that they're a lot. Like you're in that place where you can't even hear the voice that came to make sure you don't miss it. And I hope, I pray that you don't miss it. Because regardless as to what we go through, peace comes from being in alignment with God. From knowing that you have surrendered. That you are walking in God's light. That you are doing what God has called you to do. That you are clear. That you're on God's side. You want to know where I stand and all of the things that are going on in the world right now? Because everybody seems to want to have an opinion and they want to battle and they want to battle back and forth and all of this stuff and who's right and chastise each other and all of that stuff. You want to know whose side I'm on? I'm on God's side. I know what God says about what's going on. I'm clear. I'm on God's side. And I pray for grace. I pray for mercy. I pray for light, I pray for truth, I pray for help, I pray for people, I pray for families, I pray for survivors, I pray for peace, I pray for love. 
And I pray for God's will. That's what I pray for. That's whose side I'm on. The beautiful thing for me is, is even as I say this, I know there are people who are like, mm. and that's okay. You're allowed to be that way. It's fine. We're human. You're in your humanness, and that's okay. But the one thing you should know about Anika Apple is that I am here as divine love and divine peace. I am very clear that my role is to teach and demonstrate love for all humanity. Love, not judgment. Love. And love is correction. Love is bringing your eyes back to where they're supposed to be focused. It's about helping to make sure that you don't miss the mark because of how you feel or what you think you're supposed to be aligned to. You don't have to pick a side. You don't have to pick a side. You have to be in alignment with God. Aligned to the creator, to your source of all things, to the divine. Aligned with God. Because in your alignment with God, you will never be on the wrong side. And I don't mean on the wrong side, meaning like I got it right, like that whole thing. I mean on the wrong side, like at the end of things. If you can think of just one instance in your life where you believed something to be true and you thought you were sure, and that thing turned out to not be so, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. There are too many moments where we thought we knew and understood only to find out something different. I know I've been there many a time. And sometimes I still find myself headed in that road. And I am grateful I sit in gratitude before you because I know to listen to Holy Spirit and go back to God. Because I know to say, hold on a second, am I leaning on what I believe, what I think, how I feel, what emotions coming up for me? Or am I grounded in your truth, God? Because my commitment is to check myself every day. Even when I don't want to see how ugly my thought is, my feeling is. I encourage you to build that same practice if you don't already have it. And if you do, good job and keep it up. Because it is the thing that saves our lives. Literally is the thing that saves our lives. Seeking after God and knowing truth. We have the gift but we don't always choose the gift when we decide that we're not going to walk in alignment with God's will. They go together. So I know this is a bit of a different divine update. And literally, even as it's flowing through me, I'm like, huh, this is really what you want me to share on the podcast. It's God's thing. It's God's stage. It's God's medium. It's God's way of reaching you. It is what it is. I look forward to being back in November. Um, as I shared last month, 
we can expect um, November and December to be difficult times. And with that said, um, use your resources. This is really time where if you have been struggling with anything, um, I go to things around anxiety and depression and stress because that is, has been a big part of my healing journey. It still continues to be things that I navigate and I have resources to support me with that. And I encourage you to do the same. This is time where you need to be surrounded by what you consider to be community because you will need it. You will absolutely need it. The season of isolation that we experienced a couple years ago is nothing in comparison to what's about to come. Um, and if it sounds like there's a lot of doomsday stuff, listen, if you know me, you know that I am all about light and I like levity. Um, I wanna share messages that are uplifting and encouraging. And this is as uplifting and encouraging as it can be in this time. We face something very serious coming. And what I know is that if more hearts and minds don't change, then we won't see what's possible on the other side of what is looming. I'm doing my part, I hope you'll do yours. Peace and blessings.